just want to begin by thanking my dear friend, Rabbi Levine, for opening up the Jewish Center, not just to MGE for the last 25 years, but to the covet of my father who loved to daven here. And I also want to express my Hakara Satov. I'm very broken right now, we all are. But I want to start by thanking Hashem for gracing us with such a special husband, brother, father, and grandfather, and great-grandfather. I am grateful to Hashem for having had such an extraordinary father for so many years. There's a Gemara passage in the Talmud that relates that when a Magid Shir, that someone who is delivering a discourse, a rabbinic discourse, and they're quoting something from their father, they shouldn't mention him by name, they should refer to him simply as Avi Mori, my father, my teacher. And the Gemara goes on to relate how this great sage, Mar Bar Rav Ashi, when he quoted a teaching from his father, he didn't refer to him by his name, he called him Avi Mori, my father, my teacher. And it's codified in the Shulchan Aruch, in the Code of Jewish Law. And the Mechaber writes that a child should refer to his father as Avi Mori, not only while he's alive, but even after his passing. I'm sure that our sages coined this phrase to prevent us from disrespecting a parent by not calling them by their first name. But I think this term is hinting at something much deeper, something aspirational, that somehow we become both parents and teachers to our children. And my brother and I were blessed to have an Avi Mori, an unconditionally loving father and at the same time, a teacher, a mentor. I always, as a kid, felt like I hit the jackpot, like I got two dads in one. The love and devotion of a thoughtful and caring parent in Avi, and also Marie, my teacher par excellence, from whom I absorbed so much. I'd just like to share just a couple of couple of things I learned, and there's just so many, but I'll just share a few. First, he taught us how to read and write, and I know that sounds strange. He did send us to school. But we learned how to read and write at home. He'd bring poetry to the Shabbat table, and that infamous red pen that he used to use to correct our papers, and sometimes to correct our teachers' corrections on the papers. He knew Latin, so he had like a really good grasp of the English language. And every single time I teach, I think about my dad. I loved having him in my class. I love saying Avi Marie. And literally for 30 years, momish 30 years, I've reviewed my drasha, my Shabbos talk with my dad every Friday. We did it a lot in person. And if we couldn't do it in person, we did it 
on the phone. In the beginning, it was brutal. Rip apart things nicely. But I was like, you know, I'd spent like three days on this. And, and then little by little, I, I started becoming more comfortable, and I see he was becoming more satisfied with what I was saying. The other thing I learned was to love all Jews. And this he got from his father, from Maizedi, Zechon Levracha. Maizedi didn't have very much materially, but I thought he was the richest man in the world. Because we had this little shtick, and my cousins, Ellen and Maury, are here, and Perry and Rondo are listening to this in Israel, and my Uncle Jerry. Every time, we would go to Oliphant, the metropolis, Oliphant. And Narzadi would say, Gib Shalom Aleichem. And we would say, Aleichem Shalom. We would respond, peace back on to you. We get a crisp dollar. And if we said, Aleichem Shalom Ayid, peace be on to you, my fellow Jew, we get two. It ran out after a while, but. And our Zaidi and our father, and what he taught all of you, his beloved grandchildren, is to treasure a Jew. We don't need a war, we don't need to be attacked to treasure each other. Irrespective of our ideology, my father was one of the most tolerant and open minded people I ever knew. He had strong convictions, don't be fooled by that. But one of those convictions was to hear and listen to other people. And that's why he had friends from all over the world, not just because he was an immigration lawyer, but because he loved people like his father. It's also why he loved MGE so much. He taught us to listen to what other people had to say. My dad, as you also heard, taught us how to be tzanua, how to be modest. He never boasted his extraordinary accomplishments. They stood for themselves. And he never shared the endless chesed, acts of kindness that he performed consistently. You had to kind of find out on your own. I'll never forget this. I was about seven or eight years old, and I was obsessed with superhero action figures. So I'd go every Sunday to the center the local toy shop, Forest Hills on 108th Street, the Strip. And it was owned by these two brothers, these two Iranian Persian brothers, the Sedge brothers. And one Sunday, one of them caught me eyeing the action figures, Spider-Man. And he went up the ladder, he pulled it down, he gave it to me. And I was like, and I remember it was $5, I didn't have $5. And he said, no, it's for you, you can keep it. I was like, what do you mean? And then I just stopped arguing. I wanted it. So I walked out. I came back the next week, started looking at Batman. He gave me Batman. The next week, Superman, he said, this is it. And I didn't understand why. My parents wanted to know why. My father said nothing. And then I found out later when I grew up. And I bumped into one of the Sedge brothers on the street. He said, you know, your father saved us. Those two brothers 
were amongst a group of 300 Persian Jews who escaped Iran after the revolution, but the United States would not gain them, would not let them enter. And all of these organizations, including some that he worked for, could not secure them visas, but somehow my father did. And the only way I found out about it was because of the superhero action figures. And to this day, when I bump into people, it's such a covered, wild, oh, oh, your father, he, your father's the lawyer or the doctor? My Uncle Jerry's been a physician. And I'd say the lawyer, and he said, oh, he got my cousin his green card. My aunt was in this terrible predicament. Her whole life was a mess. Your father helped him. My dad also had tremendous covet harav. He respected rabbis and scholarship. He was careful, as you heard from Michael, about coming to shul on time, not speaking during davening. I never heard him speak Lashon Hara. He loved the piyutim. He loved Hebrew literature, Hakalir, its famous Python. Those are the beautiful poetry that has made its way into the prayer book. And he never preached. He always taught by example, by simply modeling the right behavior. We learned from him, not but why we heard, but we listened. We learned from him, but by, by watching, by what we saw. As everybody has been saying, and Raquel and Yosef, and my brother, that he wasn't just a Mori, he wasn't just our teacher and mentor. He was also Avi, he was truly a father. No matter how busy he was at work, he would always take our call. No matter how late at night, and he was always in his study till about 12 midnight, one in the morning, I always felt comfortable knocking on his door, Dad, can I talk to you about something? And next to our mother, a blessed memory, he was my biggest cheerleader. I went to him for my most important decisions in life. And I want to share one. And that was back in 1998, when I was finishing my stint at KJ on the east side. And I was at a crossroads. I wasn't sure which way to go. I could go back to law. I could stay in the rabbinate. But then I had a third option, which presented itself to me. My dear friend George, who's here, offered me some funding to start an outreach program. But there was a caveat, as there always is. And that was, I can only do this. I'd have to stop doing a little of this, a little of that. I'd have to be focused. And I really wasn't sure which way to go. So I went to my father for advice. He listened attentively, as he always did. He asked pointed questions, and then he sat for a minute. He always sat and thought before speaking. He said, Mark, I was able to follow my dreams. I was able to do what I wanted to do. I'd love for you to come into the firm. But you have to say, do you want this? And I said, Dad, I think I do, and I think the community really needs this, but I, I just don't know if, I haven't done a lot of this stuff, and I'm scared. 
I'm just not sure I'll be successful. And right away, without stopping, he said, then do it, because I know you can do it. Your mother and I always believed in you, and I'll be there every step along the way. And he was. And that's how MGE started 25 years ago. It started with a father's belief in his son. And I'll never forget the thought that went into my mind. I remember thinking, if the person I look up to the most in life thinks I can do it, then maybe I can. And he got involved, and he loved being a part of MG. And so I truly believe that all the mitzvot that we have been able to inspire so many Jews to observe, the love for Israel that we have engendered within our participants, the hundreds of couples who have met and married, and there are many more of their children now in yeshivot and day schools, should all be a zuchus for Avi Mori, for my father and for my teacher. We're going to add my dad's name to MGE's dedication. And so going forward, MGE will be henceforth dedicated in memory of not only our mother, but also our father. Zechornam Levracha. I just want to finish by expressing Akara Satov. Alice, your constant showering of love and affection upon our father. I can't tell you. How good it felt to see you telling him how much you loved him when he was in such a diminished state. And to you, he was never really in a diminished state. Look how good your father looks. Doesn't he look great? That sweater is perfect for him. I'm thinking my dad, the way he was, and I'm like, oh, what's he talking about, you know? You really truly saw him for the beautiful man he was, always. It was so important to you that he be treated with respect that befits a person of such dignity, and our family is so grateful to you. You gave him chiyus. You gave him life and so much simcha. And Michael, although Raquel you know, kept referring to us and our kibbutz, yours is beyond words. I've tried unsuccessfully to copy you in that regard, not in a lot of other regards, but in that regard. <laughs> I love you so much, Michael. You gave Dad such nachos and kavod, and he left this world knowing that all of the extraordinary work that he did in immigration will be continued through you, through Josh, anyone else who wants in. <laughs> Jill, Amy, you were truly my father's daughters. Michael knew, Michael and I knew he always wanted a girl. <laughs> he, got, he got two great girls. You treated him like a father, and he adored you and loved you as daughters. And Michael and I have such a chorus to tell for the love and the devotion all the time that you always showed him. And to the grandchildren, you know, when our Zadie, your Uncle Michael, and I, our Zadie, Harry Wilde, Zechona Lebracha, 
when dad was mosped him, he addressed the grandchildren the whole time, us. I remember that too, Michael. And I know how much you all loved him. And I know this is hard. You just need to know how much he loved you and how much he respected each of you and was so proud of your accomplishments. You were not just part of his legacy, he truly cared about you. And you carry his values and his mitos, and he will live on through us. Thank you, Otar and Alex, it's two of my father's helpers, for the respect and dignity you gave our father. We will never forget your kindness. Avi Marie, Thank you so much for everything. Oh, it's just endless what you gave us. You can be your Melitz Yosher. Torah Holy Chayalim on the front lines fighting for Am Yisrael. You have a lot of Zechuyah's dad. Please daven for their Yeshua for the hostages, for every single one of them to come back. Your devotion to our family and to Klal Yisrael has left us with an extraordinary legacy, and we will do our best to perpetuate it and to grow it. We, the beneficiaries of your love and your kindness, of your mentorship and your wisdom, we thank you, and we ask you for mechila, for forgiveness for any slights or lack of kavod, that we may have ever showed you. We mamish owe you everything. May your holy soul be bound up in eternal life. I love you, Dad.